Hello and welcome to Swingin' Report Show number 35. With me, Barry, is George. Hello. And Andrew Rosa. Hello. You're not supposed to give his like full name away on the internet now. They're gonna look put it up. on his don't you put it on your credits? Yeah, I just use AJ Rosa because I think I don't know, I just don't like my full name anymore. An ex girlfriend ruined it for me because she kept adding a syllable. Oh. Well I didn't I didn't add any syllables, so I think we're safe. No, 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 you didn't, but it always like sparks a flashback, you know, like I survived a nang or something like that. Notice how Barry said I didn't add the extra syllable, but he did. He never said he wasn't your ex-girlfriend. That's right. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. It's always open possibilities. Well, we'll see where this goes tonight. <laughs> so, as usual, let's go around and say what we've been up to and what we've been playing. Uh, and I guess you could also say what you did to celebrate Fourth of July, because we're all God-fearing Americans here tonight. No, no pussy Europeans joining our show. So, uh, George, why don't you tell us what you've been up to and everything? <laughs> no, I I went out of town and uh, we celebrated we celebrated it with one of our friends. So we just drank, ate meat, did American stuff. Nice. So it was nothing special, but it was pretty fun, I guess. I mean, everything's fun when you're drunk, even if it is eating meat outside with a bunch of flies. That's true. Were your your friends the flies? Yes, the <laughs> flies were my friends, and we and we ate steak. <laughs> Sounds nice. Did you play any uh, Los Video Juegos? Not that day. I haven't played in a few days, but I've been playing um, Fantasy Star Online too. You probably oh, heard of cool. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I only, I haven't played it since they launched on July fourth. Obviously, it's like yeah. like J- Sega Japan's like, oh, America's birthday. Let's launch Fantasy Star Online too <laughs> in Japan only. That's right. a tremendous present. And uh, yeah, but I've been playing the beta. And it's pretty, it's pretty fun, actually. The controls are actually really, really good. It reminds me of, like, playing Bayonetta. Not in, in the sense that it, it plays exactly like Bayonetta, but it's actually smooth, like, responsive. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. Nice. AJ, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, well uh, as far as what I've been playing... Um, I'm replaying L.A. Noir because uh, I'm shooting a movie come August, so I'm trying to get back into the mode. And that kind of helps for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, uh, Because I can't really afford to buy new games these days. Um, So I just kind of replay all my old shit. And I needed a break from Sega because I decided to uh, finally do a Dreamcast review. Uh-huh. And uh, the game was horrible. You know, just uh, right. What was happened. it? Um, <laughs> is it Dead. a secret? Evil. Oh, Dead. okay. Yeah, that is awful. Yeah, it's a horrendous fucking game, and I just wanted to punch myself in in the nuts. Really, didn't play that game, so I needed something to kind of cleanse it. And uh, tried getting some footage captured for Resident Evil Veronica because with Resident Evil Six around the corner, I want to put out my classic episode for Biohazard, then do Code Veronica for a new okay. episode. And also now I'll be playing Knights again because we're getting that HD release. That's right. And uh, as far as 4th of July, I just uh, uh, drank myself silly, felt sorry about myself, and worked on my virtual racing review, which, 
will be the week after next. So, okay. Yes, but that's pretty much all I've been up to. Back to you, Barry. All right, thank you. And uh, moving, no, actually, what have I been up to? I did pretty much what George did. I uh, drank and ate meat, and uh, <laughs> I just I watched a lot of movies. I watched um, Batman, nineteen eighty nine one. I saw that on your Twitter. That was that was a fun time, and then for whatever reason, watching uh, that made me want to watch Dick Tracy next. And uh, <laughs> and it's funny to watch those two because uh, I forgot that they came out a year after one another, and so Dick Tracy tried to copy Batman in a lot of things like marketing. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, you take a look at the both of them. They both had uh, they both had major video games behind them. They both had uh, fast Great food Sega promotions. Games. What was that? Great Sega games. Yeah, both of them are. And um, what else is the the villains fall to their deaths? Uh, both of them had pop icons behind them. One had Madonna and one had Prince doing the music. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's what I did. It was it was a good time had by all. But Batman wins because Prince is better than Madonna. Yeah, I liked... Oh. Between the two, I liked... Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd give it a tie because Batman... Or Dick Tracy has so many villains in it. It's, uh, it's pretty great. That is something Dick Tracy, I feel, handled pretty well having so many villains yet still told a very uh you know, focused story something that some of the batman movies could have been <laughs> taken some notes on but well, yeah i noticed with with batman like joker had all these minions but they were just dudes in uh, uh leather jackets and sunglasses whereas in dick tracy every single henchman was one of the uh comic strip villains so you could like pick them out when you were watching the the fight scenes that was a lot of fun like I remember at the end of Batman, all these ninjas came out of nowhere. <laughs> and, yeah, the big strong man. Yeah, well, my favorite ninja was the one who leaped and they just fell through the floor and died. He never even fought Batman. <laughs> that was pretty that good. Was awesome. He was just like, ah! And then Batman turns around and he just smashes through the floor. So that was, yeah, between the two, uh, I'd, I'd give it a tie. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I mean, really, for the day, like, I think back then, you know, Prince and Madonna were pretty fair because they both offered something a little different, and I think they did it very well. Sure, mm -hmm. nowadays, it's a different story, perhaps, but yeah. then, I mean, they were both solid films, and really, I think Dick Tracy uh, really followed the comic strip fairly well. I, I, I'm still not a big fan of Warren Beatty. I mean, he's a good actor, but... Yeah, um, I feel like Mandy Patinkin would have been a much better choice for Dick Tracy. Yeah, because he looks just like him, and it kills me because he's in the movie. Yeah, so isn't that funny? Yeah, but yeah, good movies though. Good movies. You should have followed it up by playing the Genesis games. I actually thought about that, and I might do that tomorrow, especially Dick Tracy because I love that one. Isn't it developed by the guys who did Shinobi? I'm probably wrong, but. Actually, I think you're right there because um, because something that some fans may not know is that uh, like I've noticed with a lot of gamers, the only game based on Dick Tracy that they really remember is the one that AVGN covered, mm -hmm. which is vastly different from the Genesis and Master System versions, um, where uh, those versions are actually shoot 'em ups for the most part, side-scrolling shooters. Right. Uh, and it does have a strong Shinobi feel, so I wouldn't be surprised if you're right on that. 
Because, like, you can, when you're close, you can do close proximity attacks, and then the bullets are kind of like shoot, throwing the little throwing stars. And right. then it has the added kind of depth to it that uh, kind of reminded me of the Shinobi uh, shooting gallery sequences. Right. You know what I mean? But it was, like, within the game itself. So you, And I, I love that, because it's, like, it's half playing, like, a uh, like gallery shooter and half playing a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It's pretty cool. Not to mention the interactivity you have, because you can not only shoot the bad guys within the background, but you can shoot out windows and mm-hmm. uh, cars and uh, fire hydrants and water will shoot out. It had a lot of interactivity, and I think graphically it's, you know, considering that came out fairly early in the Genesis lifespan, it's a beautiful game. It's very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I think it's funny, people, for, well, we'll get on the show too, but I just want to say people forget too that Sega developed a lot of um, uh, titles that I think they think were like farmed out to places like THQ or, you know, shitty developers like that, but they're not. Like uh, um, a lot of the early Disney ones were from uh, Sega, internal dev, dev teams, and Ghostbusters was, and Dick Tracy. And it's just, it's kind of a shame because I go to the Wikipedia pages and they, bunch them all together as one game they're like ghostbusters it was on nes and genesis i'm like oh no they're completely different games but i'm too uh too lazy to edit wikipedia myself so i just get mad at people yeah it's it's true it's kind of hard to edit wikipedia though you got to memorize all this like weird shit and then Mm -hmm. you have to approve it and then there's always some asshole that's like you didn't put enough proof or they say it's not worthy of its own entry. I'm like, it's Wikipedia. It's supposed to be an encyclopedia about everything, and yet you won't let me have a separate entry for Dick Tracy. Meanwhile, like some dignitary from another country that I don't care about gets his own page. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, though. I mean, at least with like uh, Ghostbusters, like the SMS game was very similar to the Nintendo version as well as the Atari version. But the Genesis one was a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. So... I love that's, that game. It's my favorite one. My, one of my favorite Genesis games. I, it's still my favorite Ghostbusters game. I mean, I like the new one, but you know, really the Genesis one has more replay value for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that they got the actors and everything like that involved. It's got a great story and, yeah, fantastic. But really, when I want to just pick up and play a game and get that Ghostbusters like fix, I go to the Genesis version. Only problem is there's no Ernie Hudson in it. That's a shame. That is a shame. That is a shame. I, I will admit that, but uh, I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> it is kind of funny that he was left out of so many games. Well, he joined at one point later in the movie, so I guess you can assume that this took place before he joined, even though Marshmallow Man's in the end of the game. Whoops. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> and also, Lot spoiler. Yeah. Well, I think what happened, too, was that Ernie Hudson was a later development. Like, I don't think he was originally supposed to be a part of the movie. And it was kind of like, hey, you know what? We need something more here. And (laughs) his character. So it's like, yeah, we have three guys. You know, it would be so much better with with four. And if we had, like, a new character to introduce to kind of keep the, you know, narrative rolling. Yeah, right. And also someone to act as a member of the audience where it's like, wait, what the fuck did you just say? That's, yeah, that's very true. But, all right, I'll stop going off on tangents now. I that's all right. Well, let's move on to Sega news, uh, unless George has anything to add. Um, no, we should move on. All right, uh, going on to Sega news, this is a little tidbit. All-Stars iOS, uh, that's the uh, iTunes iOS version of Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, 
updated, adding Ooh La La and three new tracks. Um, I guess since I'm the one with the iPhone, I'll, I'll talk about this. Basically, what they've been doing, it seems, is um, they've been adding a lot of new content. But because they have the option to buy Sega Miles, I think they're starting to treat the game more as a um, like pay-to-play kind of thing. Where it's, or it's free, but if you want to play it and unlock them, you can. But if you just want to drop like five bucks, you can unlock Ooh La La on these tracks. So I wonder, I, mean, I wonder how many lazy people that have iPads are like, nah, I'd rather not play the game. I'd rather just pay real money to get these characters. I've considered it for the Ooh La La one. I, I, I've considered Don't be lazy, iPads dude. No, I, I can't. Can't. They're so expensive, though. I know, I can't be lazy. You can't, because then Sega's going to be thinking it's okay to do this with every game. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But uh, it's cool, though, because, I mean, I, I thought they were done, you know, adding anything to the game since they added, what did they add? They had, like, Knuckles or something uh, about six months ago. So if they keep this up, they could eventually have the entire cast, because I think right now they have 13 of the 20-something racers from the console version. So is, is Big the Cat in the game? He is not. No. I don't want to I'm not going to I'm never going to buy an iPad uh, uh, an Apple product ever <laughs> ever. Well, Big's not in it. Bonanza Brothers is an Opa Opa. Some of the more obscure ones. Rio is in it, so that's good. Uh and they added Ulala, so overall, it's good news. Good news. Uh moving on to Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform the sequel. Um, some new info came out. It's coming to iOS and Android, as well as Vita, 3DS, Wii U, and those last three versions will have unique features and DLC is confirmed. George has a lot to say about this, right? Actually, not really. No, I do. Um, I'm hoping that the Android and iOS isn't like, I I mean, I assume that when it comes to Android and iOS, that they're going to stop supporting that last app. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe you won't get the whole cast on the other yeah, one. You never know. Yeah. And then there's a um, DLC. I hope they they price it accordingly. Like the last the last game, the DLC was like seven dollars for a track and a racer or something. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Nobody's gonna pay that much money. I did. <laughs> yeah. Fall. <laughs> well, besides Barry. Yeah. yeah. Who's rich? Willing. <laughs> But yeah, I don't. I'm not really impressed with uh, la, uh, the DLC last time, so I'm hoping they have better DLC. Yeah, I mean they've they've been kind of dropping the ball on DLC, especially with the Sonic games. Like Generations didn't have any. It did, but it was not uh, good true DLC. It was well, it was more like uh, pre-order incentives, but there wasn't like additional levels later on. That's the problem. Uh, Sega's t- talking about going more digital, but they don't they don't even do DLC. It's like which is kind of weird because usually I complain about DLC from companies, mm-hmm. but when it's a game like uh, Sonic and All Stars tra- Racing Transform, when it's like they have so much potential to put characters that you probably they probably wouldn't make it to the full game when they f- was first announced, mm-hmm. like that the community would actually pay pay money for as DLC. Yeah, it's just kind of a waste. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, they've been a little uh, weird, right? recently with the um, uh, roster number because they're saying more than what they were saying before. And then they're like, well, you'll just have to wait and see. So I don't know if they're going to do like skins for characters or something weird. I don't know what they've got planned, but uh, apparently they're going to reveal 
a new racer or track at Summer of Sonic on uh, this weekend. So, Summer of Sonic is this weekend? I think so. It's on the 7th. Oh, that sounds cool, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully they do more musicals. Yeah, right? I think actually there was a there was a Facebook message that uh, the guy that runs it, I think we had him one time, mm-hmm. uh, AAUK or whatever. Yeah, that's right. He was saying that, like, I guess a lot of people, he, he wasn't appreciative of how, you know, the negativity it got. Oh, really? Which I I have to agree, though. It's like, that's, fest, that's pretty, uh, a lot of people made a big deal about that. Like, Summer of Sonic coverage was like 95% about how bad that performance was. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get into this because I might get in trouble later. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, let's move on to Project X Zone. They say it's going to include over 200 characters, of course. Uh, it's, that sounds great and all, but it's a sprite-based game, and you're not going to be able to play as them, so they're probably just going to be you know, motionless in the background. But it's still cool. It's oh, still I cool that, that they're going to actually pick 200 names out of a hat. Yeah. But in the game... <laughs> What the no. hell is Project X Zone? I'm a little lost there. It's um, good you ask. George knows. <laughs> um, it's uh, basically Namco, uh, Capcom, and S- Sega 3DS game where it's like they kind of like cross over all the franchises and they make mm-hmm. like an RPG, like a strategy RPG where you could pick like two characters and then go out and like, I guess, fight stuff. I don't really understand the story. They don't, They haven't even talked about the story, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But you go around leveling and killing things, and apparently there's going to be, uh, like, full, like, worlds, like, like made of franchises, like, bad guys and stuff, from oh. different franchises in Sega and Namco and Capcom. Yeah, but, so you can... Oh, go on. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, but no, no Sonic the Hedgehog, which is actually kind of refreshing, in my opinion, because he's in every crossover ever. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was seeing some cool stuff, like, they had... That's because he's the main man. That's why he's he the main man. Yeah, but it's it's good to see like uh, virtual fighter characters and like uh, other characters get kind of like spotlights. Yeah, they had um, the uh, Resident Evil characters at the uh, House of the Dead mansion in one of the screens. So that's pretty cool that they're even doing crossovers with like locations that would make sense for other franchises. So. <laughs> Uh, it's it's probably going to be like Sega Gaga though, and never release over here, and it'll yeah. be impossible to play. Yeah. So. Don't be such a pessimist. Have no. hopes, sir. I have no hope. No hope. Well, you're. A uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I have plenty of hope. Uh, speaking of hope, I hope that uh, in this next piece of news, it comes true. Jet Set Radio HD might have Jet Set Radio Future music at least according to achievements, which show the uh, logo for Jet Set Radio Future. Um, that would be cool, considering they were talking, uh, they were kind of fearing that they were going to lose songs, and then they didn't. So if anything, adding songs would be a plus. Uh, that's good. Yeah, I, I would like that. That would be pretty cool. And especially since both soundtracks kind of like mashed together. Like, Even though Future was like, they try to like change the coloring up and like the style and how big the levels were. Yeah. The music was still really constant. Yeah. Th- right. Throughout the game, it just felt like you just picked up basically like a new like remix album of you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty much it. The only real ch- big change they did was they added. Remember the Latch Brothers? Yeah. 
Yeah, and they were like some kooky electronic group. Um, I mean, I like their music in the game. I'm not. I wouldn't like buy their album at the store, but that was the only real difference. But everything else was all the uh, internal or the, all the Sega internal music was uh, basically remixes. So I'd like to see remixes of all the songs. That would be cool. I don't know how they do it, but maybe you like select if you want to listen to it. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Select uh, music selection. Do you want to talk about the next one? It's kind of depressing. Yes, I do want to talk about the next one. This is actually the main reason we were probably going to do the show before the night's news. It's uh, Sega closing European and Australian offices. OMG. Well, I mean, if they can't, if they if they can't make money, you gotta you gotta start cutting. Mm-hmm. I'm a businessman first. <laughs> That's true. And uh, an artist second. Right. Right. Third, maybe like third. But well, um, I, yeah. <laughs> No, um, I think it's a kind of a bad move, but in the end, it's like I think it's only going to be so they uh, they're gonna do they're gonna have companies uh, put out their games, I guess. Yeah. Since I guess it's cheaper for another company to do it instead of them doing it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, it could have been worse. They could they could have closed down the, their London office, which is not what happened yet. No, I mean, what what they closed down were satellite offices with, um, you know, each one had a small number of employees who basically handled the uh, marketing and promotion for games within their countries. So it's not like they closed down any development studios. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it. I mean, I, I could completely understand, like, if there was a Sega uh, East Coast and they closed, I would be really sad, you know. But you got to think, too, like, given technology today you don't really need all of those extra offices you just need to hire a few people who can speak the languages and send out the promotional materials over you know the internet or just mail it to them express i mean it's not you know it's one of those i think they were keeping them around but i don't think they needed them so much not to be negative either it's not like they did like well of a job putting names out there of games it's like since since this whole like I, it might be because of what's happening that's like everything's a little crazy yeah. when it comes to release dates. Yeah. But like, I mean, ask anybody. It's like Anarchy Reigns. When is it coming out? And I bet a lot of people would be like, I thought it already came out last month. Yeah. Right. Or like Rhythm Thief was supposed to come out a month ago. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So it's kind of confusing. It's like Sega isn't even making it easier. They don't. They don't like tweet like a release date like this is coming out around this time so you guys can know like the only reason we found out about anarchy reigns was because they tweeted somebody else Mm -hmm. and the guys in platinum games they never even knew that they're like well that's news to us (laughs) so it's kind of weird i don't know yeah i mean maybe it's good that they're just they're going to have sega west of the you know the europe they'll have sega west and then split from that as sega america and sega europe and it'll only be two offices and then Sega Japan. So they'll just have their three offices going. And from what I've heard, at least, or from what I've read, is that a lot of the employees, a lot of employees aren't losing their jobs so much as they're just shifting to work for these other companies that will be handling the uh, uh, Sega releases. So, you know, I mean, some people are losing their jobs, so that's a shame. But And also, I think a lot of people are losing their Kind of like, you know, it feels good to have your Sega Spain office or something like that, or Sega France as a, you know, Sega fan living in France. So I can see why people are upset because of that. But 
odd odd there's a sega mexico like they announced yeah. a few like a couple years ago i think yeah there is is it still around i said yeah i have them on twitter i think and i think they still tweet so i think they're still alive you should visit them why because i'm mexican <laughs> i'm like hey what's up guys mexican let me in oh that's pretty cool three people working here in this little hut just bring some beers you know <laughs> some tecate some yeah. cerveza you guys want some cerveza um, see, see. <laughs> I just picture them sitting out front <laughs> in a porch and a little like a little a like uh, <laughs> just like, it's just three guys they have mustaches of course playing and, like sombreros playing game gear and they think it's still brand new shit they're all tw- and then they have a little like a little like uh, like old old computer that like lags on Twitter and they're like <laughs> they're updating it they're like talking about the new uh, Je- game gear games coming out well oh, we're it's fine. Still Windows ninety five. <laughs> well, the last of the Game Gears were produced in Mexico, I think, in the early 2000s. What was it? Like, Majesco had uh, companies in Mexico producing think, Game Gear I, games. I, I think you're thinking about uh, South, Southern America or South America. No, was it? I, I thought it was so. Mexico. It could be. I'll have to I, check the back of my Game Gear. I have a Majesco one. It smells Mexican. So. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Son of a bitch, how oh. dare he make fun of my culture? I've been in Mexico, and it's like, um, they didn't even see one Sega game in, like, a store. Right. So, like, the stores, they sell, like, you know, the same games we buy, I guess, but they sell them for, like, $100 a piece. Mm-hmm. You know, when you uh, convert the money. So, in Mexico, it's, like, popular for, like, them to have shops. Where yeah. you pay like, a, like two pesos to go in and play for like thirty minutes on an Xbox 360, and oh, these people have okay. like all the games, so it's like an arcade basically of just regular games. Yeah, I've seen that when I went uh, to Southeast Asia. Some place, some places were doing that. Yeah, so my brother, when we were in Mexico, my brother would just go in there and play uh, FIFA all day with a bunch of uh-huh. Mexican kids because that's like the most popular game over there. Oh, I'm sure. That and Call of Duty. No way. Yeah, they like they like they really like Call of Duty. No, I was soccer. I was surprised by the soccer because I had no idea, you know, Mexicans had any interest in soccer whatsoever. Oh no, they don't like soccer at all. I don't think so. I think <laughs> they just like the game. <laughs> well, it's um, powerful and it's loud. You know, very much like children. They enjoy that sort of shit. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I'm Portuguese. If that makes any difference. It's like uh, Mexican's dirty, like Mexican dirty cousin, Portuguese. <laughs> no, we ride around on donkeys and make clay pots, <laughs> and we like soup. We really enjoy soup. I wonder if there's a Sega of Portuguese. I mean, or Portugal, or whatever it's called. Oh, fucker, I'm kidding. <laughs> there could be. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> From what I've seen of Portugal, it doesn't have much in the way of that sort of thing happening, so I doubt it. Mm. So, I guess we could say in terms of that news item, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. Wait and well, see. Well, news item. Well, oh, part? Sega closing offices. Uh, well, no, I mean, that makes sense, I think. I mean, those were probably products, you know, manifestations of a bygone age. Back when Sega used to make consoles and shit. Which is I mean, most... Most people speak uh, English in those countries to begin with, don't they? I mean, why can't we just have just 
English games. We don't need to have German games and French games. Come on. And it would save paper, too. I've, whenever I buy those uh, PAL releases, the books are about five times as thick because they have to fit in all these unnecessary languages. I mean, just have American and uh, Japanese, and I guess British English. Uh, no, skip that. Dude, let's be honest. From British English. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. This might sound yeah. like I'm talking about freedom, which I am. I'm talking about freedom. Talk about freedom. Preach it. Okay. In a hundred years, more most people are going to be like, "Oh, this is how this is how English is supposed to sound like." They're going to be, they're going to be talking about real movies like, uh, Batman and uh, what other good movies did we make? Uh, uh, Jurassic Park. American History X. <laughs> anyway, I this is movies. <sighs> so you know what I mean? All these like great movies. So like a hundred years, people are going to be like, "I don't know why you guys in Britain are talking so weird." Okay. Just talk like English, like you're supposed to, because most of the media that's popular is American. So that means British people should just talk um, like us. I mean, look at all almost all of our superhero movies have uh, American characters played by British. So, well, that's just one. It's just us slowly converting them. Yeah. Look at your heroes; they're American too. That's right. There are no superheroes over in uh, in uh, England. Captain they're all Britain, over here. In, they're all in New York. Captain Captain uh, Captain Britain or whatever is uh, Captain Britannia. Yeah, but 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 he so, was actually Captain born in America and we was taken. We have John Constantine. Oh, that's true. Constantine. But he was yeah. played by Keanu Reeves, a very American actor. But the yeah, graphic novel was set in England, so. And he was an English character. I, Not in the were... movie, dude. The movie counts more than the comic book, dude. Movies are like <laughs> superior. You know, a lot of comic book fanatics that would argue that and slap you in the face. But it's still, it's. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, if anything, it just goes to show how much more exciting other cultures are. I mean, yes, Batman is now played by a Welshman. And we have a Brit playing Superman now. Yeah, right. <laughs> And really, their television shows we bring over here and turn into movies, or we make a really horrible American version. Did you have you guys seen the new MTV version of uh, the 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 British TV show, uh, The Inbetweeners? I haven't. Is it horrible? It, no, it's not out yet. But like, they released a cast picture, and I'm like, that's all I needed. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> they, there's this one character on there that's supposed to be tall and skinny. In the American, I thought it was kind of funny. In the American version, version, he's short and fat, and I was like, "Well, if there was an American version of it, that's how it would be." You know, because we're I mean? all fat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, so <laughs> it's like I wasn't complaining about that, but it's just weird, like getting attached to any t- like any TV show and then like being remade. Yeah. It's not gonna go well. No. Especially since they were saying on the article I was reading, they're just gonna use the same jokes. As the British version, and it's how's that gonna work? That's what I was saying. That that show's way too British. I guess they're just gonna change it to like American slang. So instead of like crumpets, they'll have like freedom fries. They'll have donuts. Yeah. They're like, let's go eat some donuts, mate. <laughs> there you go. I'm just curious here. Do the Avengers count as English superheroes? Hmm. Isn't isn't there? I'm talking about Emma Peel. 
you know, Steed, you know. Oh, no, they're super spies. See, the British have all the super spies, and the Americans have all the superheroes. It's because well, we're more powerful. Pretty, they do pretty heroic things, though, when that technically make them superheroes. They're not, they're not, they don't have superpowers, though. Uh, I don't know. I saw Emma Peel fall like five stories and survive. I think that's pretty super. But she's Poison Ivy, isn't she? Oh, let's let's forget that. Dude, <laughs> I've had this argument in September 11th with my class when I was in high school. Yeah. Look, you guys are assholes. You guys, I mean, this is what I said to them, the class. How can you guys say that these firefighters that like risked their lives in September 11th are superheroes? They're not superheroes. They died. Superheroes don't die. <laughs> Oh my you guys God. are idiots. You guys, don't know, you guys don't know what superheroes are. You guys are heroes, yes. Super, I think not. So uh, right. If they were really superheroes, September 11th would never happen. But Spider-Man liked them. Didn't he try to save... There was a Spider-Man comic. He tried to stop 9-11. But he was hella too busy like having drama with Mary Jane. He's like, Yeah, that's right. He was being rebooted. He didn't have time. He's like, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Well, let's move on to the next piece of news. Uh, Viking Battle for Asgard added to the Steam registry. Uh, that means yep. it's coming. It's coming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. More people will enjoy this game. I actually really enjoy that game, so I'm actually pretty happy that it's coming to PC so I could uh, learn how crap it is now. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I actually later? bought it on your recommendation, and it's, uh, it's a fun game. I like it. Like five years later, it's coming to... PC, I can't wait. Um, yeah. I hope that that the team gets a little, they like, get some, ch- you know, gets a chance to like finish the game because when you play the game, it just feels unfinished. Yeah, it feels like oh, like you're in this open world, but there's nothing else to do. You just walk from point A to point B. That'd be cool if they had like a director's cut of it or something. Yeah, I'd buy that for sure. That'd be cool. Have you ever played that game, AJ? Uh, Viking Battle yes. Fred? No. It's good. If you, it's it would be something I think you might enjoy. When well, you go out to buy your, how, how recent go, is it? Uh, it's actually pretty old. So you could get it for like five dollars. So when you go get your beer, whoop 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 at the store, <laughs> stop by GameStop. It's like seven bucks used. Just go in there, hit on the the manager oh. lady, <laughs> get the game. You do that already, man. Shit. <laughs> you do that every, but you don't buy anything usually. This time, well, actually, like. I, Back in the day, before I really started doing uh, my life with Sega, I used to buy, you know, current-gen games. But then Retro kicked back in, and I started realizing, wait, for the same amount of money I spent buying, you know, fucking L.A. Noir, I could buy three games on Amazon, and I could review them. And then I stopped kind of going to GameStop, which is a shame, because there is a really cute girl that works at GameStop, and I haven't seen her in... That's their policy. That's a policy. You have to have yeah. one good-looking girl, or they can—they can't hurt us. In oh my god, an <laughs> ass that was like hypnotic. I'd be standing there for an hour. I didn't even realize it. Uh, well, there no, you go. That and she was nerdy as shit. You know, like I could talk to that woman for hours. She was just awesome. But damn, I miss her now. God damn it, George. Sorry about <laughs> that, dude. But yeah. I, I don't—I don't like talking to women, even if they—if they are well well versed in the nerd. <laughs> So you're homosexual? No, I like women for other things. Just not <laughs> talking. 
<laughs> you don't want to find like a you know a nerdy, dirty, and curvy young woman that would love to talk video games with you and perhaps stroke your cock. See, why would I want them to talk though when I could talk to Barry on? Yeah. Skype? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't my, know. that desire. He fills that hole for me. So George's dream is getting off with a woman while talking to me on Skype. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Very dirty to me as I stick it to this. Mm, uh. <laughs> Give me a sec. Please be quiet, woman. Barry's talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 3 music. Well, actually, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I wanted to mention it. I remember back in the, like, uh, uh, maybe like 2001 or something, they made an Ulala Space Channel 5 porn. Yeah, they did. And I've seen it. I can't find it, and I did a Google search for it, and I found a different one, which is hilarious. It's like a 10-minute video, and it's got this guy in a white... It's it's Japanese-made, but it has an American woman playing Ulala, mm-hmm. and it has this guy in a white spandex suit talking to an army of guys in, like, kabuki masks, and Ulala is secretly reporting on them, and then they find her, and then she has sex with the leader, and then he dies, and then she looks at the camera and, like, says mission accomplished or something like that. Uh... <laughs> Oh man! So what I want to ask is, can we put that on the front page of the site? Uh, I rather. <sighs> I'm already getting crap about knuckles with the bad language, so I would say yes. We should probably do that. Okay, well I'll just put like an image and then just put like not not safe for work, especially for life or yeah, kids. Yeah, right. Well, the good thing is, here's the thing, George. It's it's like you know in Japan they always blur out the uh, sex acts. Oh so, yeah, that's true. I can't see that shit. If I show scar the shit out of me. Yeah. So all the all the uh, poles and holes are all uh, blurred out. Well, uh, this this is what I love about America. Go on, preach it. We get to see dick going vagina on pornography movies. Japan, communist mm. nation, Mm-mm. not gonna happen. Why do you think they turn to all the really weird, dirty stuff? Because they don't have to blur that. Yeah, because they're like, oh, woman shitting on another woman? That's okay. Yeah, but don't, don't, put that. That, don't put that pee-pee in your, your hole. <laughs> that's, that's a natural. That's weird. What do that's that for? <laughs> Isn't that how Japanese people are born? You shit on another person? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, moving on. <laughs> that's is, is, that how Jap- is that how Japanese people are born? Out of shit? Is that what you said? <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 was released on America's <laughs> birthday, so they're making us feel like shit playing that game while we're celebrating America. Uh, drunk to care, though. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's ever coming over here? Um, no. No, no I, I'm hoping it... I mean, I'm surprised it didn't just launch the first day. It just feels like... It's so weird that we have Spiral Knights, but like Sega's all Fantasy Star Online 2? Nah, that won't be a hit. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, it seems like an easy game to uh, publish. You just have to do some of the uh, translation, and there's no box necessary. It can be all digital. Which is the new uh, Sega of Amer- uh, West move. They're supposed to be the digital branch, but like mm-hmm. they ignore all these Japanese digital games. Yeah. I just don't understand. I think they're... I don't know. Something's wrong at Sega. They hate America. They, they do. I think it's Sega Japan's like, no, I'm sorry. It's because I say all these racist things on the podcast, and then they're like, Barry, no, he ruined it for all of you. Sorry. Barry says we're made of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
maybe maybe the problem and this is much worse i think is that maybe one of the reasons that a lot of these games aren't coming over is because there isn't enough of a fan outcry for them and you know that that sucks sucks for us but you know i mean i'm sure if they felt that there was a strong enough demand they would meet demand but unfortunately not so much which is why I, we're having issues i suppose with the yakuza series mm-hmm. That and also saying that they're made of shit. I mean, that could be. A <laughs> I didn't say they're made of shit. I'm just saying when you watch Japanese porn. porn, they blur all of the stuff that I need to know how Japanese people are born. So I'm just assuming that whatever isn't blurred is, I guess, how it works. So if shitting on other on other human beings is is okay in Japan. You never know. I don't know. I'm just saying I don't know. It's fine. It's I'll fine. take it. Like, the one thing I'd like to know is that I heard a rumor once that their vaginas there are actually horizontal as opposed to vertical. Or is that... Okay. The <laughs> uh, no, I heard that that can happen. Uh, um, but I'm starting to wonder. I think that may be Chinese culture, not Japanese. That might be a grade school uh, uh, fact. Hmm. I'm, pretty sure, say- I'm pretty sure that's a fact. This is true, though. Asians do not have yellow earwax. It's clear. Really? Yeah. I had a Japanese manager uh, when I worked for my school, and she came over to me, and she was like, do you have yellow earwax? And I said, yeah, why? And she goes, that's that's weird. And I said, why, why are you asking me that? And she goes, I have clear earwax. Look. And she showed me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> you you should have just looked at her and said, let me see your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I would have lost my job. <laughs> you think? Who dares wins? Sir. I don't know. I, I thought I'd counter the racist talk with one true fact, so hopefully I've redeemed myself. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, the Japanese, they got some more games over there that we're probably not going to get. Sega Ages PS2 Retro Remake Collections are heading to the Japanese PSN. Uh, what are those games, George? Which it's going to be the Die Hard Arcades, I guess, games. The collection. Yeah. Uh, Gunstar Heroes collection <laughs> and uh, Dragon Force uh, port. I guess. Oh man, those games sound all right, huh? Yeah, those are pretty good. I want. I wish uh, PSN in America got those. You can't even import them some way. You could import, I guess, the PS2 versions, but or you could just uh, make a Japanese account and like import uh, those like pay or buy points. You could buy like on Amazon Japanese like cards, uh-huh. and you could actually buy them, but they're gonna be in Japanese. Hmm. What do you think of that, AJ? <sighs> Too much trouble for Sega to just release them over here. Yeah, I know, right? So are they actually PS2 games? Yeah, oh. it's like an image of a PS2 game, and it boots up like a PS2 game on your PS3, kind of. So it's not coming out as a physical disc? It's... No, it's not coming out on a physical disc. It's going to come out on PSN only. Well, well, here's what I don't get. I mean, if we have... On my PSN, I can... They have a special feature where you can download PS1 Japanese games. Well, yeah, they, ha- they have that now. Yeah, well, why the fuck can't we just do that with Sega Ages? Uh, that's actually kind of... I think there has to be some sort of like contracting or whatever with Sony. And I, and Sony hasn't done it. I'm sure in the, in the, in the future they'll, they'll probably make some contracts out, but Sega won't be part of it because they're so scared Yeah, making money. My uh, local used game store usually has a little stack of the Sega Ages titles. They had the Fantasy Zone one last time I was there. You didn't buy it? 
I d well, the problem is I don't know how to play imported games on my uh, PS2. From what I saw, you need like this disc swapper. Dude, it's, it's just having it, dude. I know. Maybe next time I go there. Getting a Japanese PS2 isn't the hardest thing in the world, and it's not a bad investment, really, because there were some Japanese titles released for PlayStation as well as PS2 that were pretty good. Uh, and really, like if not for like Japanese exclusives, even some of the alternate versions of games, like well, let's not forget the like Biohazard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, you have those titles. Not to mention they got Metal Gear Solid Integral. Which had the first person view mode and it had a bunch of features. So there's a lot of that kind of shit. So, I mean, and a Japanese PS2, you don't have as many backward compatibility issues with the, you know, the PS1 titles. So mm -hmm. it's bad. They're fairly inexpensive. It's not a, you know, I mean, if you ever feel like, uh, hmm, I just want to throw my money away at something <laughs> right. absolutely frivolous. Oh, I'll get it. <laughs> the problem with Barry is that he's very anti Sony product. So if he has too much Sony products in one room, he'll freak yeah, out. That's true. He can't take it. I have one right now, and I'm feeling all right. He's he's feeling okay with it, but you add one more, and it's like, oh shit. I actually like PS2 Sony. just got a partner in crime. I like Sony when it comes to like televisions and stuff. I have a, a Sony uh, Wega in the back room that I play all my retro stuff on. You know the flat screen ones, but they're a tube TV. He hates uh, Sony, dude. He hates the Vita. He hates the PS3. I like the Vita. He loves Move, though, which is kind of odd. I don't understand where that came from. It's <laughs> too <laughs> sit, unlike the Kinect. So. I like I like how soft the Move controllers are, the little little rubber ping-pong balls. It feels good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's safe. Yeah, it is very safe. I can hit anyone with it. Connect. <laughs> that's dangerous. I don't like it. <laughs> is that, okay, we're not going to talk about motion controls. We're going to get a bunch of complaints. Uh, let's talk about another thing Sega Japan's doing. Seems like they're doing a lot right now. Uh, Sega they're, Japan they the opens money, up. They do something called Sega Networks, which is different from Sega Network, the uh, blog roll on our site. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I saw. I know. I saw the name for that, and I was like, I thought you were doing like a post about it. I was like, it's old. I don't know why you're talking about it. So it is a. Development team solely, their sole purpose is uh, smartphones and smart devices, right? Yeah, tablets. Okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. They're going to release high quality uh, video games, I guess. It'd be cool if they, if they, if they allow. I was kind of hoping that, like, you know how. Oh, we'll, we'll get into this later, actually. I, I shouldn't bring up that team right now. But um, uh -huh. I just hope that they, they bring up, like, their own franchises. Like, they make. Like they don't—they just, just don't take like, oh, ooh la la, we're just gonna port the game on the on the tablet. Like that's right. cool and everything, but I wish they like did their own, you know, just new original games. Kind of like you were saying, Infinity, uh, Infinity. What, how, how, how do you pronounce it? Infinity Blade. There you go. That game yeah. is a uh, is a uh, all scratch from you know. What I mean, the whole world is uh, brand new for like for the tablets and stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I. I... I hope they don't become like a business that just ports art, like the uh, block people, where they make like arcade games into iOS versions, or uh, you know, or they make like uh, Sonic Puzzle Card Battle or something like that. Like I'd rather they actually, since they're doing some high-end games and smartphones are capable of doing those types of things, they could do something like a fully 3D, like I don't know, like sword fighting game or something with new characters. I mean, that would be fun. That'd be awesome. Uh, 
Yeah, and the CEO, someone was saying, is that the the son of someone in the company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's like the president's son or something, I think. Like, huh? yeah, so I guess he's uh, he's like, oh, look at me. I'm starting off. My, my, I hope he's not an asshole like I usually think all of like rich people's sons are. They're all <laughs> doing coke, coming in all late. What's all this crap? <laughs> Sonic card battle. We're making Sonic card battle. Fuck yes, dude. Oh, a Sonic game where you uh, you make you uh, you color characters. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would probably sell a lot, actually. I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, if they have to port any games to the tablet in high quality, I mm-hmm. hope they do like a uh, Valkyria Chronicles one through three. I think those <laughs> games could control pretty well on a tablet. Mm-hmm. I bet I, it would be cool if they did some DS games over to uh, the uh, tablet devices because I've played Phoenix Wright on an iPhone and it was great. So AJ, I, AJ doesn't believe in smartphones or tablets. He believes in rotary phones. <laughs> Actually, I do enjoy rotary phones. Thank you very much. Back You're welcome, um, Andrew. You don't you don't have a smartphone? No, I don't like smartphones. It's just another stupid fucking device that we call smart. I don't know why, because every stupid fucking smartphone user I see, they just bitch and moan about how slow it is, how they have that little stupid locking mechanism where you have to, like, draw a shape on it to open it up. Not to mention the fact that what's one thing that you're guaranteed to do at least once with any sort of handheld device? Drop it! Oh, Drop it, yes. I was going to say take a picture of your, your wang, but... <laughs> well, no, I mean, sure, we all do that, but I'm talking about... All of us. Drop the fucking thing, and it has a cracked screen, and then, of course, they're like, oh, man, that kills me when I see teens making fun of my little... my archaic little flip phone fucker. At least it still works. Here, they're just like, oh, I cracked the screen, but because I'm, I'm 18 and stupid and I spend money on dumb things like smartphones that I don't need because I don't do jack shit with my life. I, 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 never mind. I don't like smartphones. I'm never going to get one. They can suck my ass. Well, I, I, I planned ahead. I got, I got insurance on mine, so I could drop it all I want and break it oh, all it, I want. Insurance? What is it? A fucking car? Just... It's a car. It's a little car. It's a little investment I made. It gets him places. It gets me places. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to go anywhere. Like if well, you ask, if I, I... girls' pants don't bother. There, I said it. But I can't be made fun of. I can't have a flip phone. I want people making fun of me. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> George has low self-esteem issues. Leave him yeah. alone. It's not easy being Mexican. It's not easy. You gotta have. It some... isn't. I don't you even know how to use style. a super phone, but it, it's just, it's great. You got short hair now, right? Who, me? Yeah. No. No, you shaved though, right? I shaved my face. See? You got your smartphone, your shaved face. You're looking stylish. Do you have a, Could you make like a ponytail or something? Yeah, I made a ponytail. I had an, an interview and it went pretty terrible. Oh. When what I happened? walked in, the person thought I was going to steal something. <laughs> so that, that was right away. I was like, this is not going to go well. Aww. And it didn't go well. That's all right, though. That's okay. You got me. I got Barry. That's all it yeah. matters. And a smartphone. That's Stop right. Jay. Why aren't you a smart man, George? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't need to be smart. I have a phone to do all my thinking for me. That's right. The phone's all fucked up. <laughs> the phone's pretty fucked up. I dropped it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> okay, you win. 
so much for that <laughs> fucking insurance, right? I have to go take it back. I just don't have enough gas because I spent so much money on the on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our George. There you go. Sega. Let's see. We got uh, one more piece of news here. Uh, this game I've never heard of it before. It's called like N I gets into dreams nights into dreams uh they're releasing it in hd on uh xbox 360 playstation 3 and the personal computer uh yeah so that's pretty cool no smartphones what am i gonna no play it smartphones on? well maybe your vita we'll see oh i guess so now i'll play it on my ps3 i'd rather just play it on a big screen that's one of those games yeah that you got you got to sit down and you got to play it actually it could go. It could go either way on Vita since it's very short burst. The game. It's pretty arcadey. Yeah. Yeah, it's arcadey. So, Actually, this is great because all of those Knights fans who keep spamming uh, Sega's Twitter, they're gonna be done now. They're quiet. They're done now. They're like, well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you like work so hard on doing something and you finally do it, you don't know what you're gonna do with your life. Yeah. Probably just enjoy the game. They'll find something to complain about. They'll talk about Transformed and how it needs to have Knights as a racer. Let me get this straight. You, you're telling me that fans expressed that there was a demand for this game, and Sega is giving it to us? Yeah, pretty crazy, huh? Wow, fucking A. <laughs> Actually, the the moment it was announced, all the Shenmue fans were like, Sega doesn't listen to their fans. They We asked for Shenmue 3 and Shenmue HD, and they give us nights. And I'm like, yeah, you get nights. Shut the fuck up. I like Shenmue too, but it's getting annoying. <laughs> <sighs> You know, admittedly, the fan base has kind of turned me off because my first Dreamcast review was going to be Shenmue. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, again, here's something. Uh, this is why I hate fanatics of anything. It's not just Sega. It's not just Nintendo. But oh, just fanatics man. in general. You know, like even fanatics hurt my love of Dark Knight because they keep going on about how incredible it is and then they get intensely angry if somebody doesn't share that opinion 100%, which is true of mm-hmm. all fanatics. Batman and Begins was better. No, I don't. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? It had ninjas. It had, it had Christian Bell. It was awesome. Yeah, my, my dick weeps. It was what you, so Scarecrow was so awesome in that movie. <laughs> well, well to be fair, to, be fair to George, Dark Knight Rises is looking to be more of a sequel to Batman Begins. Um, perhaps. I don't know. From I'm what I've been hearing. Leagues of I've Shadows? Been... Yeah, I'm trying to keep that shit out of my head because I'm, I want to be somewhat excited. I'm trying to avoid the hyperbole and just enjoy it. But still, Dark, going Dark to... Knight Rises is going to be one of the best movies ever created. Yes. Shut the fuck up, George. <laughs> and, uh, but no, it's... Yeah, but the, again, the fans of Shenmue are almost as bad. I understand. I mean, I remember when I bought Shenmue for the Dreamcast. The reason I bought the Dreamcast, besides the fact it was Sega, and mm-hmm. the console looked fucking sweet, mm-hmm. was uh, it, because I heard Capcom was going to jump ship from Sony and start producing Resident Evil titles for Sega. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started. I, all I needed to see was these two screen caps for Code Veronica, and I was already, you know, I had half a stock just looking at the shit, so I'm like, oh, I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. Then I got Shenmue, and it was the first time I had played, like, a sandbox adventure. I liked the detective element, like, you're having to 
investigate the murder of your own father and all this kind of shit and running around feeding a fucking cat for whatever reason and oh. getting bored within the game and actually going to an arcade to play Sega games, which is kind of funny because the whole reason I'm playing Shenmue is one, because I enjoy the story and because I'm bored. I want to occupy my time with something productive and fulfilling or entertaining. Right. Yet I'm bored within the game. So I'm going to an arcade to play video games <laughs> I'm very confused by this, but I thought it was amazing. And and, and you also, keep drinking soda, even though it does nothing for your health or anything like that. Just for the yeah, animation. That, well, that actually hurt me for a while because I played that game once for six and a half hours straight, and I felt so sick afterwards. And then I realized, wait a minute, I haven't eaten, but I could have sworn. Oh, wait, never mind. That was Rio. <laughs> yeah, I had sushi in the game. I didn't have it in real life. Oh, fuck. Me. And I. <laughs> You know, I get it. It was an incredible experience, and you know, it was it foreshadowed many things that were to come. Mm-hmm. I understand that Shenmue is an incredible achievement, and I'm just as disappointed as most American fans are of the game that we didn't get the sequels and all that kind of shit because mm-hmm. it ended on a fucking cliffhanger. Right. But it's like, calm the fuck down, you know? Yeah. You know what I liked about that game? What? That like everything in that it's like it's like if Sega took over the world basically and they made everything. Yeah. Like you have tape decks, Sega tape decks, Sega yeah. tapes. It's like oh man, I wish I lived in this world. This is crazy. Sega food. Yeah. <laughs> I also like how you like how he chooses his questions to ask people. He's like, do you remember the Men in Black? And it's like what? Like why don't you just ask like. You know what I mean? It's like he he tries to like avoid to ask direct questions. Like, do you remember those people that murdered my father? He doesn't ask that. Usually he'll ask like, do you remember the day that it rained? Yeah. And it's all awkward. It's like what? So Japanese. You know who I fucking hate in the game? Most oh. of the, the the NPCs for the most part. I really hate them, especially when it comes time that you get the clue that the motherfucker had a tattoo or something. So you start looking around for tattoos, and Rio is like, yes. Do you know of anyone with a tattoo? And it's like, real. You're not getting a tattoo, are you? And <laughs> I get it. Tattoos are taboo in Japanese culture, which I, again, I understand. But uh-huh. almost every fucking NPC in the goddamn game keeps saying that shit, and I'm like, can I please skip this? <laughs> Just please. I'm tired. This is almost as bad as in real life when I was younger, and I'm like, I would like to get a tattoo. I'd like to grow my hair long. I'd like to fuck a girl in the ass. And uh, same shit over and over again. It's just. I don't moment. know why you would be telling people the last one. It's like, I'm, I'm going to very... tell everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> Mom, dad, gather around. Family <laughs> son's, your son's got an ambition. <laughs> and I'm going to fulfill it tonight. Well, and that's when they tell you it's like, hey, you know what? Butt sex is like spinach. If it's forced upon you as a child, you're not going to appreciate it when you get older. Oh, <laughs> that's true. <I've... laughs> well, having said that, the uh, rated E for everyone, Nights in the Dreams. Uh, no, um, have you? Have either of you actually played the original game? I know oh. it's. I'm surprised when I see people on our forums and they're like, "Oh, I've never played it." I guess I'll get around to playing this one. I'm like, "Why haven't you played it yet?" It's Nights in the Dreams. It's one of those games where it's like. I don't want to tell people too much that they need to play it, otherwise I'll be overselling it, because I do think it's a really good game, but I don't want to be the one to be like, you should buy a system, you should play the game, and then they get it and they're like, it's pretty good, Barry. 
but it's not worth it. But. Uh, yeah, I I bought it a long time ago. Like, I the only reason I I afforded the I could I I bought the game was because uh this like small um um rental shop or whatever they call them a movie shop mm-hmm. it was going out of business and they and they were selling all their Sega Saturn and Dream uh, not Dreamcast at the time it was like I forgot what else it was but uh, they were selling their Sega Saturn games and uh Knights was one of them and it was like five bucks yeah it's best five dollars I ever spent no it's a great game I mean I I'll admit I don't get into like the characters and stuff like some Knights Knights and the Dreams fans do because to be honest, it doesn't have strong characters. It's not one of those games. It's more like an it's an arcade game. I mean, so I mean, people can be fans of whatever they want, but the Knights community, like, there's a certain point where I don't get it. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, when when Claris and Elliot, when when in that cutscene, I'm like, it's just the kid wanted to play base uh, basketball. I mean, it's not that. Follow your dreams, etc. Yeah. I get it. But um, um, no, it's a great game. I loved it and. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to getting it uh, in HD. It looks Definitely. incredible already. Like it looks like good. It has really good. It has really good art style. Mm-hmm. So, Music's great too. The music uh, changes with how you're playing. Yep. Yeah. Well, the it has the uh, pre-chow. What are those? The Nightopians or whatever. They also don't. Don't they also change depending on how you play throughout the level? Yeah. They. I think they help you out. I don't know how exactly, but I they think hit, they might. They hit the bad guys, I think, and then they. Change. That's right. Yeah, and then the music changes. And uh, what else they got going in that game? They've got the Christmas Nights thing that is probably going to be included. DLC. Yeah. Or it might. Uh, maybe they'll release the game around November, and then when December comes, release it for free as a gift to all the fans. That would be pretty cool. No, they're going to release it for like $5. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it would be worth it. Yeah. Even though it used to be free? Um, yeah. You know what? Stop poking holes in the shit, George. I know, but I'm just saying that there's going to be a lot of complaints on the internet about it if they charge for it. That's all. I'm just I saying. paid for mine. I bought mine used for like 5 bucks, I think. I don't mind that they gave they give it away for free or they don't give it away for free. Hey, man, you got to make money, especially when you're cutting <laughs> your fiery... <laughs> Well, they just made a shitload already. Then, yeah. uh, how, how much do you think this game's gonna sell? It's it's gonna sell better than the the new one, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. All right, then we'll see. That'd be weird if it only sells five thousand copies. Like literally <laughs> around the world, there's only five thousand Knights fans. Oh, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those. It's like Sonic CD, where I think it just has that sort of push behind it where people are like, oh yeah, that's that really good Saturn game, right? I've never played it, but it's really good. So, I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, kind of like with Shenmue, how I think there are far more people who say they're fans of it, but they never actually played the game. Or they played it at a friend's house, but they don't own it. I feel the same way with Panzer Dragoon. Oh, definitely, yeah. That's actually a huge one. I always have people ask me, like, yeah, man, oh yeah, I like that game. And then I'm asking questions specifically about it, and they're like, well, it's been a long time or something, and I'm like, okay, I understand, and I just drop it. <laughs> Do you own any of them? I own the uh, uh, Saga. Oh, wow. Uh, the second one, but oddly enough, not the first one. Huh. That's weird. Do you have Saga? No, AJ, you don't have Saga, right? That was the one that uh, Knuckles wanted to lend you or something like that. No, no, I own Saga. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, that's the pride and joy of, well, okay, I have a few, like, gems of my collection. One is my pimped-out Japanese Sega Saturn, Mm -hmm. and the other one is a damn near new 
uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga, Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi, and then Panzer Dragoon. So I have the entire saga, the North American releases, and mm-hmm. the discs are in fantastic shape. The instructions are not creased. They're just really nice and crisp. I got it off the collector, and I got the three games for like $280, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a it's a find, and I was so happy to play Saga because I really wanted like a big title to review, and you know I already have Shenmue, and unless I learn Japanese, I'm kind of screwed on Shenmue too. Yeah, um, the so European I'm, version has uh, English subtitles. Does it? Two. Yeah. Oh well, then thank you, George. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to credit yeah. you when that episode comes, but. Uh, no, it's like uh, for the, uh, but I really wanted a big game, and people kept telling me it was amazing, and it has an interesting story. Like uh, I'm sure everyone's heard the stories about how it's like the code is lost. You know, whatever chances we have at seeing like a re-release of it are like next to none, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So, and because North America specifically only got so many copies, um. So I'm like, hey, you know what, I need to try this game. I wasn't too excited about trying it because it was an RPG. So I, I'm not really big on RPGs. But playing it recently, I have to say, it's fucking good. It's really made me kind of turn, you know, my attention towards RPGs. It's, it's, it's almost like the gateway drug. It's pot to me right now. <laughs> Am I the only one, when I was younger and the game was uh, first being previewed, it was it was actually kind of weird going to school and having having all these people in my bus talk about Final Fantasy VII. Oh. <laughs> and I I'm like, what are they talking about? This <laughs> is <laughs> Final Fantasy. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if the game's any good. And I borrowed the game actually from a friend when I was in school, and I I didn't like it. Like no. my friends were watching me play because like you know we were younger. It was the, you know when you used to go to your friend's house and watch people play games. Uh huh. And they would watch me play. They were all into it. I was like, this, this is kind of dumb. It's kind of boring. And uh, I was never a big Final Fantasy VII guy. No, it, it's got a great story. But like you, I, I've had issues with it where, one, I don't like how the random encounters play out. Like, I, I don't like how they just, they, they feel more jarring to me Well, when they pop up. Like, it doesn't bother me so much like in Chrono Trigger or in a... Panzer Dragoon Saga, but for whatever reason, Final Fantasy VII, like, if they had taken the story of Final Fantasy VII and made it into a movie, uh-huh. I, I would most certainly watch it. As a game, it held my interest for, like, maybe a quarter of the first disc, and then over time, I just kind of lost interest. I'm like, this, is, this is a terrible moment when you're, like, in a desert lost, and you just walk and walk and get into fights for, like, hours. I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like hours to me, though. I hated that. I was like, this is so terribly designed. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't understand how why so many people liked it. Like, I thought I played better. I thought Chrono Trigger was a way better game. Hmm. So uh, I, That held my attention for much, much, much longer. I only put it down because I just needed a break after like a week of playing it nonstop. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm playing it on the DS, so my hands kind of cramp up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I I still need my hands to edit and shit. I can't be doing this. <laughs> Anything you guys want to say about knights before people complain that we didn't talk enough about knights? Uh, uh, no, it's a good game, and it'll be a good re-release, I think. The game's like 30 minutes long. There's just so much you could talk about a 30-minute long game. 
it's short, but it's got replayability. Oh, it has a lot of replayability. It's one of those games that a lot of people say, like, I'm not buying it. It's only 30 minutes long. But you don't understand, like, you're probably going to spend, like, hours and hours and hours on it just because it's so fun to play. It's so easy to pick up and just play. Yeah, it's like a racing game, you know. You, there's only so many tracks, but you can try to beat your best times. And even then, you can explore. There's, like, waterfalls you can go behind and yep. fun stuff like that. Well, that also, it's just so visually arresting, even for, you know, that time, I feel. And even now, I think it still holds up pretty well visually. I think it does, too. There's a lot of little weird things it did. Like, there's that marshmallow uh, place where, like, you hit the floor and then, like, everything's like, like, it's like a mattress. (laughs) I always thought it was so cool. I don't know why. And then when you go and then there's mirrors and then you see your reflection, I always thought that looked really, really cool because when that game came out, that was kind of, like, rare. Mm-hmm. To actually see reflections in mirrors, yes, in a game. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah, I I want to see it in HD. That game has a. I want to see what it looks like. It's gonna look pretty nice, hopefully. Yeah. Well, one thing I'd like to add, going back to what Barry was saying about how uh, you know you'll see some folks in the forum and they haven't tried it. I wonder if it may have had the same problem. Like when I saw Knights coming out, um, I remember seeing the ads for it. I remember seeing the bundle where you got the game as well as the uh, 3D controller. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that controller, especially for Quake. I like, I love that controller and I always find it funny whenever I had friends come over and they're like, Oh, okay, we'll play some Saturn. I'm like, all right, here you go. Which controller do you want? I'm like, I don't want that fucking saucer. Get that away from me. I'm like, (laughs) fine, bitch. I'm going to whip your dick no matter what, because I like that controller. It's good for my big, like mountain man hands. You know Mm -hmm. That shit. Also, for playing Quake, because it plays so much better with the analog stick than with the D-pad. Yeah, but still, like I think the thing that turned me off about Knights when I saw it, because I didn't get it when it came out. I only bought it recently, like six months ago, and played it for the first time. Um, went to MAGFest, I think it was. I forget how many months ago that was. But I picked it up for my Japanese Saturn for like ten bucks. <clears throat> and I took it home, and I finally played it. And no, it's it's really fucking good. But what turned me off from it way back in the day was that it was just so cutesy, you know. And that's not what I was looking for at the time. You know, I associated cutesy with Nintendo, not Sega. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't really my interest. It's like, oh, but look, you can fly. I'm like, fuck that. Give me a new Sonic game. Give me the <laughs> definitive set Saturn Sonic title. And of course, they never did. Not really. <laughs> I have to say, I'm actually kind of happy they made Knights. I think it's like, I don't know, it's just fresh. Yeah. I appreciate it now. It's a good game. Yeah. But at the time, everybody just wanted Sonic 4. Yeah, they also did uh, Burning Rangers in that time, too, instead of a Sonic game. Which I'm I'm hoping they, I don't know, probably not port. I don't think that game should be ported. I mean, I think it's good. It's good, but I think there's so many other important Saturn games that deserve to be ported ahead. Oh, yeah. Like Shining Force 3, Volume 1, 2, and 3. Um, That'd be awesome. Saga, that would be pretty awesome. That'd be way too big of a project, though, to take on. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. We could, I mean, we could move on now if you want. Actually, that uh, that's our next topic, actually. What uh, Saturn titles would you like to be seeing uh, re-released in HD? Well, I already ruined my thing. So you guys can <laughs> You'd go. say that one. 
Uh, I would say Panzer Dragoon Saga. I know they say they lost the code, but there's got to be some way. Because, I, I mean, there always is a time when I, I'm like, oh, I got an extra, I, I, could, I could handle an extra 200 bucks. And then I look online and I'm like, uh, I can't do it. 200 bucks is just too much for one game for me. And I know it's Panzer Dragoon Saga, but I just feel like there's going to be that time when I drop the money and then like a year or two later they release it for like 20 bucks or something. They won't. I, I have I, a gut about this because I've, well, again, because I was doing research for the review and just, you know, out of interest in Sega shit, mm-hmm. you know, what it looks like. You know, one, because the title is so rare, it's, again, we don't have the fan demand for it. You know, it's not Shenmue. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're, we don't really see a lot of fan outcry for it. And, uh, again, didn't we technically get that for the Xbox? I forget. Wasn't no, that... um, the, the Xbox one you're thinking about was Orda, which is a new, new game. Oh. And, it, and it came with the first game. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a shooter, rail shooter. Oh, so it's a rail shooter. It's not yeah. an art. Okay, so... Uh, but, again, and I keep coming across the same story. The code is gone. And now... I've always thought, well, why can't you just rip the information off the disc? That's what I don't get, yeah. yeah like- I, I think that was a... Okay, I already know what the comment was, because I've been doing Sega blogs for too long. Yeah. Um, it was um, the old president of Sega was being asked questions by, like, I guess, like, why doesn't Shimu come out? Why don't you do this game? And one of them was, why don't you do Panzer Dragoon Saga? And he just said, like, because the, the, the code's lost. And it's thinking, like, okay, dude, you're, you're a Sega of America president... How the hell did he just pull that answer out of his... I think he just pulled that answer out of his ass to be, you know, to ignore the question because... Yeah. Like, how do you even lose, like, code that you spend money on? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Especially, and how do you even know? Did he call and ask, like, hey, put put Panzer Dragon Saga on? Well, <laughs> that could have been a sore spot. It's like, who knows? That may have been a thorn in his ass. It was like... Are you serious? Are you telling me that we spent so much money on a fucking game only for you to lose the goddamn code? But the president of Sega at the time wasn't even... He was uh, moving away from using old Sega IPs, and mm-hmm. he didn't want to spend money on bringing them out. Like All the Genesis games at the time were all made by Backbone Entertainment for really cheap. He, like he was trying to like do license games. He thought that the future of Sega would be license games. Like, like he's the one that struck up the Marvel deal. He's the one that stuck up the Aliens deal. He struck mm-hmm. up all those deals. And uh, apparently, they Sega disagreed because he's not pres- He's not CEO there anymore. But oops. Um, and now they're going back. They're, I guess, focusing on re-releases now. So, I mean, hopefully he was lying and there is source code and maybe. Maybe well, they'll think about yeah. it, but well, I don't think Sega would be doing that. Well, according to this, what I found, it says Yukio uh, Futatosugi. Um, I'm sorry for murdering your name, sir, if you happen to see hear this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems that he confirmed that the original source code for the game has been lost. Oh, so it's true then. Yes. Wow, I guess I, 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 guess I give him less credit. I guess I give a CEO too little credit. <laughs> Again, sore spot in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very sad. Especially, well, what's up with Sega in the Saturn era, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. 
They, they uh-huh. had no shit together. Well, poor marketing, supporting five pieces of hardware at the same time, jumping release dates for consoles. And cocaine. <laughs> oh, oh, no, that was my time. No, <laughs> that Another thing I wanted to mention, the uh, trailer has Sega Heritage, which is a new logo we haven't seen before, which I'm assuming is their new term for either uh, Saturn re-releases or just all their re-releases from here on out. That's cool. Uh, I mean, uh, Sega Heritage is better than just calling it like Dreamcast Collection, and then everybody gets all mad. Yeah, because I mean, Dreamcast Collection never even had a startup screen that said that. They just kind of said on the blogs, hey, the next Dreamcast Collection title is coming out. So it'd be cool. I mean, I, I don't really know if heritage is the right word to use, but I guess. Because heritage, isn't that something more that defines your later... Uh, and you haven't really been making new Knights games, so... Well, they well, made one this generation, at least. Yeah. It's cool, though. I liked it. It said established 1951. That was a nice touch. Uh, so hopefully they'll just start slapping that on all their trailers for uh, digital re-releases. One, one game I would love to see an HD re-release... Or, or perhaps a, a sequel, you know, mm-hmm. something, I don't know. Um, Deep Fear. That was a Saturn game that was released in Europe and Japan. And it was a really good survival horror game. I feel like it was Sega's answer to uh, Resident Evil 2 since uh, their port was canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me see, it was released sometime in mid-98, I think, in Japan. Mm-hmm. I think. But it's a really good game, and it did one thing that the uh, Resident Evil series couldn't do until, like, oh, 2010, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where you can actually walk and shoot. You, can you, run can't, and- you, can't, you can't do that still, dude. No, I thought they did that in Resident Evil 5. I forget. No, I Resident, Evil 5, Resident Evil 5 actually was one of the biggest complaints that you can't do that. Oh, huh. well then, Deep Fear. Sega One, Capcom Zero. <laughs> you could actually run and shoot in Deep Fear, and it's done the same way: 3D objects against 2D backdrops, and it's very much like Resident Evil meets The Abyss. I liked Resident Evil Four, which is weird because the controls in Resident Evil Five are kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. But I thought that the way that Resident Evil Four was designed, like stopping and shooting, kind of made sense and stuff. When you played uh, Resident Evil 5, I don't know, it just didn't make sense. It just felt weird. Maybe it's just because it was five years after. Well, with Resident Evil 5, it really feels as if it should have had controls where you could run or walk and shoot. Not move like a tank. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've, I've played games with much worse tank controls. Uh, um, like The Crow, City of Angels for the Sega Saturn. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That was bad. That was beyond bad. But still, it's... I don't know. I feel like the action and the energy of Resident Evil 5 was just so much more intense that really they should have figured that out. I mean, if Sega or ISCO, who actually developed Deep Fear, Sega was merely a publisher, they should have figured that the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, if Sega could do it back in 1998, what the fuck is your excuse, Capcom? Really, but that's a game I would love to see re-released. A lot of fans say that it's like it's this. I don't know. It's like it's a trademark having back controls in the Resident Evil game. Uh, You know what? I I used to say that as well, but the gameplay has evolved so 
so far from where it once was. Like, really, I think the last great classic Resident Evil game was Code Veronica. Like, that was the last one. I agree. Uh, and uh, and still, the Dreamcast version is the best still by far. I've, I've played Resident Evil Code Veronica X for the PS2, mm-hmm. which, enough, graphically isn't as good as the Dreamcast version, isn't as smooth, and the controls for the Dreamcast controller are much better, but I feel that's probably because the game was developed as a Dreamcast game, not a PS PlayStation game. But uh, that was like the last great game where it was about solving puzzles as well as killing shit. Now, the Resident Evil games feel more like action titles. Hmm. And I feel that's kind of a shame. I mean, I like the action. It's exciting stuff. But I miss some of the ridiculous fucking puzzles of the series, and they've just kind of done away with them. <sighs> that, and I think they should just let Wesker die already, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, well, what Saturn games would you want, besides Deep Fear? Besides Deep Fear? Well, you know, I mean, sure, some of the classics. You know, like the Virtua Fighter games, I'd like to see all of them done, as well as Virtua Cop, and mm-hmm. a much better version of Virtua Racing, which... Uh, also, I... Not even just Saturn games, but I think some games I would like to see, like a Zaxxon collection, like where you get the classic Zaxxon, as well as Zaxxon's Mother Base 2000, which is still a 32X exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe redo it with some HD graphics, because, you know, it's it, the 3D poly- polygon rendering is, you know, fairly, you know, bland on the PS, or on the 32X. So seeing an HD version of that would be awesome. Oh, another Saturn game, uh, Stellar Assault, which was released on 32X as well, but scaled way back, and it was retitled uh, Shadow Assault, no, or no, Shadow Squadron here. Mm. So um, that's an awesome fucking game. It's also an exceedingly rare Saturn title, so I would love to see that. And it's one of Sega's better like arcade 3D shooters. It's really well done. The Saturn version looks amazing. I've been trying to find a copy for a while now, and it's proving very difficult. And it's also an expensive title. So That's that's pretty, uh, like, unknown titles that Sega's going to be like, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be great if Sega maybe pulled a Roger Corman and actually just pulled out some game footage from their library and say, hey, how does this shit look to you? Because, like, Roger Corman, he used to put out posters for movies that didn't exist. He didn't even have fucking screenplays for them. He would just make a goddamn poster, put it out there, and see how people responded. Then he was like, oh, people really like this poster. Okay, you, dickhead over there, write me a screenplay. Hey, do you know how to work a camera? Yes. Good, you're directing it. Go! That's exactly what happened with Sega when they when they ported a bass fishing <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, "What do you think about this?" And the guy's like, you, f- "People love fishing, dude. We gotta love put fishing. this out. We gotta put this out." Just did that. Just put some together some footage and say, "Like, hey, these are some of the games that we have. Does this look exciting to you?" No, or something. I think that would be fun. But again, this is like my dream list. I know it won't fucking happen, nor do I really give a shit, because you know what? They could do all these HD fucking releases. I'm still probably not going to buy them. Well, no, I'll buy them. I just won't play them, because why? I have the fucking consoles right there. I'll play those. 
I'd rather play it with a Sega controller on a Sega console on my old piece of shit TV with a standard definition graphics. There. I said it. What if, what if George finagled some uh, DLC codes for you if you promised to make video reviews? No, no, what? <laughs> you mean like if he, like if I did video reviews for these HD releases and he would be like, oh, here's some downloadable content if you do it? No, 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 no. the code, you download the game on your PS, your PSN or your Xbox Live Arcades or whatever you use, and then you download the game for free and, and, and then you just do a video review. That's what he's saying. Oh, I'm not speaking for George, I'm just saying that's like, uh, just saying. If it was free, would you, would you mind? Well, if it was free, would I review it? Yeah. Um, He's, I'm not a fucking bum, man. I don't need charity. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying if it's free, will you eat it? Like, I'm not handing you something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I found this on the floor. It's free. Do you want to eat it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's funny you should mention that. If they were to do like some of these games, I, I guess I would have to eventually like get around to reviewing them just to do a more comprehensive review. But no, probably still wouldn't play it. No, because I, I I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to make the leap yet. I'm still stuck in 1999. Give me a break. That's closer. You're getting there. <laughs> well, yeah. Almost. Go start Dreamcast, and then I. You're stop. in last gen, technically. If you consider Dreamcast uh, a last-gen system, previous-gen. Um, I, uh, I consider that that was sixth generation, so it's still uh, like retro, I think. And uh, no, still, it was Sega's last console, Hawk. How could I leave it out? I feel bad that I've done like 26 of these fucking videos, and I've yet to do a Dreamcast review. Like are you going to talk about the console itself? Um, I'm debating that, because I always kind of structure my reviews if i'm going to review the system you know i'd rather it have its own episode but if i should end up doing the evil dead review first or the resident evil review first, um i'll probably have to put like two or three minutes aside just to talk about the dreamcast on its own because it's still an impressive piece of hardware it did a lot of things first and it did them well the yeah. online play the no, the controller, it's memory unit, uh, uh, it's interface even. It was great. I have to I have to disagree with the controller. I think it was a step down from Saturn. Well, you can shut up, George. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate, also hate that the triggers are all squeaky after a while. They're like, Wee! Yeah, they do get squeaky. The and... only thing I don't like about the Dreamcast controller is, one, we it's down to four buttons again on the face, not six, which is a pain in the ass for some of the on fighting titles in particular. And as I'm sure you saw in the uh, Master System review, I wasn't happy about the D-pad being that fucking cross. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are the only things. I mean, if they just kept the shape, if they had just left six fucking buttons on the face, if they had just given me my eight-directional pad as they opposed to... Just made, they just made the, the Knights controller into the Dreamcast controller? Pretty yeah, much. Paint it white, make it a little smaller if you want, add a port for the VMU, fine. But that's really what they should have done, in my opinion. But, uh, again, my opinion's up my ass, so what do I know? <laughs> Barry, quickly, yes. which, which Saturn games would you want? Oh, I said I wanted Panzer Dragoon Saga. That's it? That's the only game? 
Well, what about Clockwork Knights, man? That game's magical as hell. I think I think a, a <laughs> Clockwork Knight like one and two collection would be fun. I'd also want to see. You mean Toy Story from oh, the Genesis? You know what I'd want to see? I'd want to see um, uh, some of the fight AM2 fighting games like Fighters Mega Mix and because uh, I mean with all the all star vipers, dude. Thing up, yeah, fighting vipers. Like if they did like a. If they did a package where you got uh, Virtua Fighter 2, Fighting Vipers, and Fighters Mega Mix, that would be pretty cool. That'd be That'd nice. That would sell a lot in Japan. Yeah. I want to play Japan. Well, we could talk about AM2 now that we have the Yeah, let's on. do that. Uh, the next and final topic tonight, do you think AM2 releases too many Virtua Fighter games and that they are a shadow of their former selves? Is this yours, George? Some guy commented, and I was like, "I kind of want to talk. I kind of want to talk about this in the podcast." So I added it. So, what's your opinion? Do you think they are or not? It's. I've been thinking about it throughout the whole podcast. Oh, wow. With a killer intent. Um, I think uh, a lot of studios would seem to be, you know, kind of a shadow of their former selves if you think about it, because. When AIM Two used to be in their heyday, it wasn't uncommon for a team to release ten games a year. Yeah, because they're so cheap and like there's just so many people you needed on staff. But mm-hmm. now the games get more complicated. There's more risk behind them. Yeah, it seems that like AM2 hasn't really caught up. I guess like when we were younger, the AM2 game came out, everybody was hyped for it. Yeah, but now it's like Sega's like, yeah, we'll just keep it in the arcade. Like Border Break looks amazing, but we're never gonna play it. So yeah, that's to, a good point. To console gamers in America, they look at it and they're like, well, all they do is make Virtual Fighter. When it's not true, they do make arcade games, but they're arcade only. Yeah, Back yeah. in the day, all those arcade games came out on consoles, too. I mean, I, th- I think it's just the tech. Like, they can't afford to make as many games as they used to. So their their output has slowed. But I think in terms of at least the Virtual Fighter games, I don't think they've... Uh, uh, I don't think they're becoming like a shadow of their former selves in that sense. Because I mean, what the first one was what 1993? Yeah, and the first one. We're on the fifth one in 2012, and I mean, you look at other series that had that kind of span, and they'd probably be at their like tenth or fifteenth iteration. Street Fighter is on their fourth. But Street Fighter has yeah, re- I know, I know. released Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have so many games that they release side things. And Virtual Fighter doesn't really have that. Besides the Saturn era where Sega needed like every single Virtual Fighter game to sell uh, Saturn units. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what I love about the Virtual Fighter series is that like they started with this intention of just it's like it's a fighting game. You're a virtual fighter. I think I've talked about this before. And um and then they just refined it with the second one, which was great. And then they tried some new things with the third one. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. Like the uh, multi-tiered fighting, I didn't think they needed to do that. It felt too much like uh, another fighting game. What Dead or Alive does that, right? Dead or Alive does it. Yeah, and then the fourth one I thought was excellent. Like it definitely, they learned from their mistakes on the third, and they refined things even more in the fifth one. It just feels like even another, you know, huge improvement. So I mean. We've never, I don't think we've ever had a Virtua Fighter game that had a sequel within the same generation, except for maybe one and two, but even then it was more kind of like, the first one felt more like a 32X game, which it was for, than a Saturn game, you know what I mean? Well, what we do know is that uh, number five came out 
Actually, I looked it up, and it was like mm-hmm. July 15th, 2006, so it's almost going to be five years. Yeah, but they've done so many improvements to it since yeah, then. Yeah, they've done so. improvements, but like they haven't really like charged people for it, so it's like it's all arcade. Yeah. Of course, yeah. keep it alive in the arcade, but I don't think that's bad. I think Capcom does it all the time. Nobody gives them crap. They just go out and buy their stuff. Yeah, right. I don't know. I think I, I do hope that I do wish that they they gave them funding to make like a big adventure game on the next gen consoles. You know what or I mean? Like Shenmue three. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course I wish, but I wouldn't mind a new IP from them. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. I mean, the when I do play the fifth one though, I have to wonder if that's the kind. Would they use that engine for a Shenmue three? That graphics engine. When it came out, I thought it would have been amazing, but now it's kind of like, I w- I'd rather just wait until Virtual Fighter Six comes out. Yeah, yeah. But so, um, I don't I don't think they released too many games, especially considering how many revisions the fifth game had, and we only have seen I think three of them released to uh, consoles. The first one was the PS3 version, and then the Xbox 360 was like the third revision, I think. No, it was like it was just like it wasn't even a revision. It was like just yeah. a version, like it was version C, and then it was like version B, and then oh, they released nice. uh, Virtual Fighter R, and then they released Virtual Fighter Final Showdown. Yeah, so I mean, I, I give them credit for not releasing R because that would have sucked to be like you get R and then Final Showdown comes out a few years later. Yeah, it's supposed to be Final Showdown, supposed to be the definitive edition, I guess. So that's cool. So I mean, I I don't think they're a shadow of their former selves in that sense. I think. Uh, I think they're doing a, a good job in releasing each successive title. And if this one is truly like the final one, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do with the sixth game. AJ is pretty quiet on the AM2 topic. Well, I've, I've just been listening. I feel bad when I interrupt. So. Oh, you go ahead, you go ahead and tell us about how much you hate AM2. Um, actually, I don't hate AM2. However, um, you know, it's great that they've been trying to, you know, refine the series, uh, you know, Virtua Fighter as well as producing new sequels, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to see it die. But um, it would be great if they revived, you know, like virtual racing, as well as virtual cop. Mm-hmm. I would like to see some of those, because for me, it was like the big three. You know, you had virtual, like you had virtual racing, virtual fighter, then virtual cop. I would like to see some new titles created. I mean, I think that would be fantastic. Like when the virtual racing came out, if you played the big arcade unit, it really tried to make you feel as if you were in a race car. Mm-hmm. Like you had these little balloons that would fill up for when you turned and all that kind of shit. It was um, the first-person view mode was favored, so it really tried to recreate that experience. Not to mention you could link up, I think it was like eight or six of those arcade units together so you could compete with others. Yeah. Um, with graphics looking the way they do now, that would be... So much more appealing, I think. I mean, it would, I can only imagine the experience it would create. And since Sega, again, like with their consoles, they were always about bringing the arcade experience home. Well, let's see them really focus on the arcade once again and make arcades awesome. Mm-hmm. Because they made arcades fucking awesome. I mean, when I was homeless and I would go into a Virtua, uh, I would go into a fucking arcade and I saw a Virtua Fighter, I was excited. Or if I saw a Virtua Cop, I'd shit my pants. I was so happy. Because. Let me tell you, I wanted to shoot lots of people then. <laughs> <So, laughs> Virtua Cop fulfilled that need and in a great way. 
Well, there hasn't been a new Virtua Cop, but Ghost Squad got a sequel last year. So, I mean, a Virtua Cop, another Virtua Cop isn't too far uh, out of... Uh, isn't that you know, kind of weird, though, if you think about it? They ported over Ghost Squad. Then they ported over, like, LA Machine Gun and all those light gun games. Yeah, yeah. And then they just, like, skipped the Virtua Cop series, like, like it never yeah, existed. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah it is weird. They made, like, Virtua Cop 3 and... I don't think that was ever ported to anything, was it? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, the most recent one, like I'm talking about, is Operation Ghost, which is Ghost Squad 2, and that one hasn't been ported either. So, mm. I don't mm. know. I mean, given the House of the Dead titles coming out, it might hit PSN maybe next year when the PlayStation 3 is on its way out. Yeah, I think so, too. I think... Um... I think light gun games are kind of hard to market nowadays, but I think with the whole motion control craze, yeah. there's a there's a little market in it now. That it opens I think up. anyone who owns it are like, what the fuck am I going to do with my move? And then when they see that they can buy Sega arcade games on PSN, they go for it. Because, I mean, do you have a move? Um, I don't. I, I, I don't. don't. I don't either. It's because I didn't really realize that you could use that shit as if it was a light gun. So uh-huh. I've... And also, it's a bit more expensive. Again, I have to weigh shit when I buy new crap, you know? Yeah. I'm waiting for that thing to drop for, like, to 10 bucks. Oh, like the U-Draw tablet? Yeah. Yes, like that. <laughs> uh, I got three of those. I'm awesome. They're awesome. They're awesome. Ahead of their time. I can't wait to get mine. I'm just joking. We should give some away in a contest. We should. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say this, though, about AM2, just to finish off that topic, for me, at least. Um, I don't think they're a shadow of their former selves. I just wish that they would kind of revisit some of their classic franchises. Um, you know, I'm all game for new shit, but I would like to see, you know, because I liked Virtua Racing. I love Virtua Cop, and, you know, I'd like to see those kind of revived. I mean, I, I want a I Virtua Cop 4 Final Showdown, you know, something like that. I want that game. Yeah. Virtual Racing Extreme, because they technically have Virtual Racing Deluxe on the 32X. I want Virtual Racing Extreme. Yeah, you I could come. <laughs> then I would come. So, <laughs> so when you when you come, do you just say Justice Shot? <laughs> <laughs> Only when it's a facial. <laughs> Only. All right. That's a, that's that's a Justice Shot. So they say you could use that in their marketing, and people would buy it. <laughs> God, no! If any, if they wanted to do something marketing-wise, I would just want to be somebody that you shoot in the background, and you get extra points. <laughs> that, that, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like when they shoot me, and if they try shooting at me and they miss, I'd be like, "Oh, that was so 1999." <laughs> if they miss, I go, "Go fuck yourself, cunt shit," you know, something like that. And then when they kill me, I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> that would work. Yeah, I'd love that, but I'd have to be like downloadable content, and I would want to be free. You know? Sega would charge $5 anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd have to be free. I would have to be a free piece of downloadable content. Add to that, they would have to have a feature where you can turn me off. <laughs> so I know I've got <laughs> crazy over time. It's like, oh, we need to turn that motherfucker off. I'm getting, I'm so tired. No, you know what? Leave them on. I want to shoot him now. So that will work. Yeah. Barry, <laughs> anything you want yes. to add about uh, AM2? Uh, AM2 is awesome. Uh, I like them. 
That's all I gotta say about that. I think think that people comparing like, oh, AM2 used to release like 100 million games like back in the 80s. Yeah, they were made about, they had like 10 polygons in them and it was just like the same four characters getting shot over and over. So you can't expect them to release as many games they did then as they do now considering. There's been some some AM2 games that have been missed. Yeah. I I dare not talk about them right now. I hear that. I can't think. Of, actually, they have a lot, of, a lot more hits than miss. Yeah, uh, there was the mummy one where it was like a rail shooter where you were like in Egypt. Did you I hear about heard that? It, man, I, I, I put, I ignored that for my, for my thoughts. See, there you go. Uh, th- that's all the topics this week. Anything you guys want right. to say? Uh, no. uh, okay. How about the Sega Arcade in San Diego? Oh yeah. So those those honeys and the Sega shirts and blue wigs, I want all of them. And all I want of the them? Arcade. You just want to go in there and buy them? You're like, can I buy all these women you have in this? Yeah, shop? I want to feel like Shenmue, where it's like ten of these, please. <laughs> and then they just come out and you and you make that face. Oh, yeah. you're drinking the soda. Yeah, and <laughs> 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 and I want the arcade too. I just want. In fact, I want to move into the arcade, and I want. I want that to be my Sega harem. You live and, uh, there. You live there. You like every day when the business opens, you have to go in the back. Yeah, yeah. I just open it up, and you know, I just have all my Sega bitches running the building. You know, that that'd be awesome. I'd have plenty of fans coming in there just to look at the girls and play video games. What more can you ask for? And you know what? When it goes after hours, no one under the age of twenty-one admitted. And so you have to be a fucking adult. And when that happens, the Sega girls will come out with platters of fucking hard liquor just for you. Wow, that's actually pretty nice. I'll go. Most, most people, most people want to do world peace, not AJ. No, world peace <laughs> is bullshit. That's like perfection, which does not exist. As long as people exist on the planet, we will never know peace. Only the dead have seen the end of war, motherfucker. That's why I'm going for Pleasure Palace Sega. I have to go with. I have to go with AJ on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll join you guys too. What are your uh, wife gonna say? Well, Sega women with wigs. It's fine. She'd be a little jealous, just a little bit. She'd be like, oh, well, why don't I get a wig? And you're like, we'll give her some seconds. You guys did? (laughs) I'll get her a wig. There you go. Everybody has wigs. (laughs) You guys will have special chambers. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. See, George's room is going to be a little more difficult because I'm going to have to put your voice on a continuous loop so that you can get hard. (laughs) And, and, you know, that way. you know, when he when he comes, it will come at the exact moment. Barry will say Sega, and <laughs> it's just the 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 Dreamcast boot up sound. Yo, want to go Sonic Team Team Team? Got <laughs> <laughs> to time me, man. Yeah. Or, I'm looking I forward to this. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next show. Next, yeah, next show. It's good. <laughs> Bye.
any time, any place, I can see your face. You're that special one that I've been waiting for, and I hope you're looking for someone like me.
how does your wife feel that you, instead of going to bed with her, you're up all night talking to strange men on the internet? <laughs> She's fine. I'm not doing it every night, so. <laughs> it's just a, one, just a one-time thing. No, I do my, my Sega podcast on Thursdays, my Star Wars one on Friday, and my uh, Simpsons one on Saturday, and my uh, King of the Hill one on Sunday. What about King, What about Back to the Future podcast? That's on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>